Good evening, everybody. Welcome once again to another episode of Cousins for Christ, where we're just three cousins who like to get together and talk about Christ. Joined again by my good cousins, Chris Mash. Yeah, absolutely. Jeremy Hall. Hello, hello. I'm Jeff Hall. It's good to be with you guys again. Thanks for tuning in. Uh, this week, we're going to be talking about the dangers of the tongue. It's a good time. And uh, I, I told these guys, I don't know if I told you, I'm pointing the finger at myself pretty much this this entire episode. Um, the tongue is a, a small member, but it's one that can get us in a lot of trouble. I think this is a problem that affects everybody. Everybody. Yeah. I mean, I've already had people when they found out what topic we were going, I'm like, is this Absolutely. is this directed at me? <laughs> I mean, yes. well, yes, if is. you think it is, maybe it is. But well, you I think definitely about, thought it was for myself. <clears throat> they devoted such a large section to the third chapter of James. It must be important. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Jeremy, let's no. start right off the top here. Let's start with the pro. Uh, sorry. <laughs> a lot of pressure here. I usually work off of, uh, anyway, never mind. Let's talk about what are the dangers of the tongue? What are some dangers, Jeremy? Well, some dangers of the tongue are a lot of things, you know, just... How can the tongue get us in trouble? Well, you know, from foul language. Cursing? <laughs> yes, and also okay. gossip, you know, telling tales out of the schoolyard you shouldn't be telling. I think that's the most dangerous one. Oh, you think it's worse I... than saying, like, uh, <clears throat> using the Lord's name in vain? Um... Damning someone. Sorry, so this is just a personal opinion. Oh, flatly bad. I think I, I don't think damning somebody is is, is prevalent as. Are we putting is. one over the other, or we're just kind I don't of? Know. They're I all just, bad. They're all. You know? Yeah, you can't. It's just like the sin is sin. But when you talk about gossip, gossip does more than damages so much. Let's and, start. And can hurt your perception as a Christian. So we mentioned cursing and uh, and gossip. What's what's another? Way that uh, the tongue can get us in a lot of trouble. To slander somebody. Bearing false Just witness. Bearing false witness. Mm -hmm. uh, lying. Yep. Lying. Uh, let's just start talking about some of these. Uh, cursing. Uh, I think you can tell a lot about a person by listening to their language or their lack of vocabulary and what they For what they the longest choose. time you would hear that people that cuss had a, a limited uh, vocabulary because they would supplant that word or, or use that word instead of a word that they could now there's a big push to sh say that the people that cuss the most are the more intelligent i disagree I, I with that yeah. but. well you know who started that rumor guy cusses a lot yeah you know talking about cursing let me ask you this question and this kind of gets ties back into our uh, the, the podcast we did on social media a while back how many when's the last time you saw a movie that didn't feature at least Oh, I think I've mentioned this a before. Few Another one, a PG-13, which is meant kids 13 over mm -hmm, parents mm -hmm. or whatever, is allowed to use one F word as long as it's not in a sexual reference. Mm -hmm. now, okay. Now they, they one one. Okay. They're allowed they, can, one they can say that as long one. as it's oh, not in a crazy, sexual man. reference. But I've found out recently with recent movies that just came out that they speak a lot of Spanish and some that grew oh, yeah. in construction. <laughs> Is I first yeah. thing you learn is the cuss words. So they can squeeze in a few more curse words just oh, in a different language. A lot. As long as they're not translated on screen. Yes, they, they actually translated <clears throat> in the Blue Beetle. If you watch it, they actually have the elf word more than once, but it's in Spanish. But when you're reading it, it actually translates it to something else. But knowing the word, I'm like, eh, I don't think so. <laughs> so cursing's bad. We agree that, you know, that's something we should probably as Christians try to eliminate from our vocabulary. 
We're going to talk about gossip here, but I'm, I'm going to catch a verse here. You know, this is a biblical-based podcast. <clears throat> so we're going to start with Matthew chapter 12, verses 36 through 37. I think, uh, the, what, the English Standard Version, I think, here? Yeah. I tell you, on the day of judgment, people will give account for every careless word they speak. For by your words you will be justified, and by your words you will be condemned. That's kind of scary, isn't it? That we're going to be <laughs> judged. We're going to give account for every careless word. What do you think? When he, uh, what do you think uh, he means when he says careless word? Well, I think it kind of goes into what we're going to talk about today, and the, the, not only the cursing, but the lying, the these are the all gossip. Yeah, yeah it fits so. into all of those that that we're guilty of because. I mean, this is a big one for all of us. It, it applies not just it to is. us, guys. No, it's everybody. It's, it's everybody. But it's, I said at the start, I really do point the finger at myself because everything I'm saying tonight is, is something I'm going to try to apply to myself. Yeah, and try to be better because of this, where I can, yeah. you know. But uh, gossip. What is the problem with gossip? What, what can that do? To somebody. How does it damage people, Jerry? Because it might not be the truth. So you could have. Or what if it's part truth? Well, part truth ain't the full truth. <laughs> now, tell me, when we talk about gossip, usually that's like one of those things like, yeah. well, Chris, don't tell anybody this. Just between me that and you. It always starts with don't tell anybody. Or, right. Then why are you telling it? This gossip, is that usually between two people talking about a third party? Yes. And most of the time when we're... When you're gossiping, whatever it is you're about to say, would you want that third party standing there with you and hearing what I'm about to say? No, and I think this kind of goes along with cussing. Would you, if you don't say it in church, exactly, you shouldn't say it. Out, out, and, and again, it's it's I've I've done this probably recently that I've told something about somebody just saying, just talking about it, and I had to go back and flesh so it. Would I just spread gossip? And the answer most likely was yes. What so, is the danger? Of misunderstanding something, Chris or Jeremy, well, what's the danger in misunderstanding? It harms someone's reputation. It it harms people's. Do reputation? you think that sometimes when you're, if someone's gossiping <clears throat> to another person about another person, that perhaps that could be misunderstood, or maybe the person you were gossiping to went and told somebody else, and you know, by the time it gets through three or four people. Yeah, it's it could be misconstrued. The, the phone call game. Yes. By the time he gets down game. 10, yep. I could say, oh, Chris had a glass of wine last night. Nothing wrong with that. But by the time he gets down to 10 more people, Chris was drunk on the sidewalk last night. And that's how it works, that's really, really doesn't secret, it? secret. <laughs> but, I mean, yeah. that's kind of how it goes. You start off and, like, the whole time, if you're talking in secret to somebody about another person, it's probably not something that you'd want to say in front of that individual. No, and how many times does it get back? And it does. To the original, to the person it was about. And it's never in, even if you said it one way, right? Let's say you had the most innocent thing of saying it or something like, they find out you're talking about them Mm -hmm. and they always assume the worst. Can that cause conflict? Conflict, division. So we we can see why that's being stressed. You know, again, that's that's something we do with our tongues and it's dangerous. It's kind of like what he's saying, like we talked about earlier today, you do text message. You know, I can text you something over the phone, have one way I'm using it in context and meaning like being playful, but when you read it, yeah, it might come out like, oh, that's aggressive. And that happens a lot, it actually. Does. Oh, yeah. So if yeah. you don't hear the story from the person that's it's You're saying about, something tongue-in-cheek, that when Chris reads it, depending yeah. on whatever mood he's in, he may not 
get you know yes. read it the same and, way that you were thinking it when yes. you wrote it. And um, I could do the same thing by telling the story on somebody gossiping about somebody. I could change the matter of how somebody said something, and you know, like oh no, they were angry you know, about it, Jeremy. God bless Chris. You know, you know, I'm not one to ever well, I'm say the focus any of every one of these. <laughs> Jeremy, you know, I never talk bad about I need anybody. Prayers, apparently. But did you hear about Chris? Anyway, but that's how right, that stuff right. goes. So, how do you feel about this? How do you feel about the fact everybody always has that one person they tell everything to? Is yeah. that an excuse? Oh, okay. You see what I'm saying? We're like, talking about gossip. Yeah. Yes. But I always tell. There's, there's always that person. But are you just as bad by listening, being a listening? A sounding board to that person who's doing the gossiping? Or should you, the second you know someone's fixing to gossip, just say, look, I don't want to hear it. I mean, it. it honestly it takes I don't to have hear a phone it. conversation. But you, I mean. If Jeremy approaches me, or you do, and it's like, hey, don't tell anybody. Even if it's I Between know, me and you, but if, I don't want to hear I it, know, right? I you're not going to tell two days ago. <laughs> Even if I know you're not going to say anything, is it still okay <coughs> for me to say Well, Chris, that? too, can keep a secret if one is dead. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> so after I it's tell true. you, I'm going to kill you. Anyway, next yeah, week's gossip is a bad. A that's a bad use of our tongue. What about false witness? Why? Why is that bad? I mean, I guess that kind of goes in with um, gossiping a little bit, but telling something a lie about to somebody, the damage you know? it can do to somebody, especially nowadays. A reputation. A reputation. You can nowadays with some of this cancel culture, you person can lose their job very easily over a lie. Easily. <laughs> oh yeah, absolutely. And and uh, you could I'll, say like you know. And I'll, I'll do I'll do this. There's been, and I'm not trying to take away, and this is a controversial subject, but there's these these charges and stuff that are brought against people, only to come out and find that there's tons of victims for. Let's look at the rape. Did somebody touch you inappropriately? <laughs> and they you lied know? about it to ruin a career. So not only did they ruin that person's career, they've hurt every victim. Oh, absolutely. And future victim that's come out because now people are going to be like, well, what if they're not telling the truth? Yeah. yeah, I agree. So it's it's destructive. Let's read First Peter three ten. For whoever desires to love life and see good days, let him keep his tongue from evil and his lips from speaking deceit. So, yeah. do you think this is it? one of the hardest? Oh, I think it's. I think it's absolutely. Well, the yeah, now that you think about it. Well, uh, okay. Would this be a good time to jump into that passage in James? I mean, it really uh, speaks to me about this entire subject. Go for it. And kind of your point, why is it so important that we control our tongues? And again, we're going to be reading from James here, chapter 3, starting in verse 2 through verse 12. <clears throat> Excuse me. For we all stumble in many ways, and if anyone does not stumble in what he says, he is perfect. He's a perfect man, also able to bridle his whole body. If we put bits into the mouths of horses so that they obey us, we guide their whole bodies as well. Look at the ships also. Though they are so large and are driven by strong winds, they are guided by a very small rudder wherever the will of the pilot directs. <clears throat> so also the tongue is a small member, yet it boasts of great things. <clears throat> I can't get my throat there. How great a forest is set ablaze by such a small fire. And the tongue is a fire, a world of unrighteousness. The tongue is set among our members, straining the whole body, setting on fire the entire course of life, and set on fire by hell. For every kind of beast and bird of reptile and sea creature can be tamed and has been tamed by mankind, but no human being can tame the tongue. It is a restless evil, full of deadly poison. 
With it, we bless our Lord and Father, and with it, we curse people who are made in the likeness of God. From the same mouth come blessing and cursing. My brothers, these things ought not to be so. Does a spring pour forth the same opening, both fresh and salt water? Can a fig tree, my brothers, bear olives, or a grapevine produce figs? Neither can a salt pond yield fresh water. That concludes the, the passage, but there's a lot of information in there. What, it's a small member, right? But it controls our entire bodies. It, it, it really does. It, <clears throat> I'm just going to throw this one on there because it's James. There's a lot more to it. Just do it. James 1 and 26. Those who consider themselves religious and yet do not keep a tight rein on their tongues deceive themselves, and their religion is worthless. Why do you think there's so much emphasis being put on our tongues? And this is all through the, the Bible. I mean, that we can read from Ephesians. We got pro, we got plenty of verses that we're going to give what, to you tonight. What did Jesus say? It's not what you put into your mouth that corrupts you. It's what comes out of your mouth. Yeah. Well, I mean, a lot of times they they they'll talk about that. What comes out of your mouth comes from your heart. Yeah. Too. What flows from your heart. So it can be an a, a, an insight to what kind of person you actually are. Too. So why is it so important, Chris, that we control it? <clears throat> I mean, you just looked at the la look at the last verse that, that I just read about James. <clears throat> Here we are supposed to be the light of the world. We're supposed to shine and spread spread, you know, the Great Commission, God's love and everything else. And it says one who cannot reign in his own tongue is is not religious. Jeremy? I got from quoting Paul here from 1 Corinthians 11.1, 1, be imitators of me as I am of Christ. Mm -hmm. So we're supposed to imitate Christ as imagers of him. And Christ mm. wouldn't talk like this, and he wouldn't gossip. And We're supposed to be try for perfection. Well, we will fall well, short of perfection, <laughs> but we must try for perfection. So if we don't control our tongues, one, we're not being Christ-like. <laughs> Two, we're hurting people, right? Definitely. We're not showing love to our brothers no, that's by, really good. That's a good by hurting this, them. This may not be specified, in, and forgive me for that, but I, I believe a good example is is the woman that was committing adultery that they were going to stone. Mm -hmm. And what did Jesus say? He didn't go into it. He didn't hear both sides. He said, let you without sin cast the first stone. Yeah. He, he, said, he didn't partake in it. Then he said, go sin no more, though. Yeah, he didn't go <laughs> sin. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Is it easy to control the tongue? No. No. I really think it's it's so it, it's it's well, it's very it hard. Be the very hardest. hard. Everybody's got addictions. Everybody's, but everybody seems to have the same thing. I, it's, yeah, Do you think you go through one. a day sometimes without saying something inappropriate or probably something if, upon further reflection that you shouldn't have said? Well, I kind of got something for that. Um, I got on there. You know, it's kind kind of deep within each of us are varying degrees of hatred, bitterness, jealousy, and pride, and the tongue takes hold of these. And other destructive tendencies and, stri and strikes out often with a push, you know, trying to hurt. Did people. you write that? I That's did really not. Nice. I did not. Good write job. It. Yeah. But I, 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 I agree with it. it. But I didn't have a quote on who did it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, just to go back over that, within us are varying degrees of hatred, bitterness, jealousy, and pride. I agree with that. Yeah. <clears throat> and we manifest that sometimes through our tongues. Oh, absolutely. Saying something bad uh, and, and saying things we don't maybe really mean, but in the heat of the moment, we may say something. What's the song? Angry words. Angry words. Oh, let, let them, them never. never. From Should the tongue, sing that. unbridled slip. Is that right? Yeah. I believe it is. Unbridled. Why would we say bridled? Why do they mention well, bridled and bridled? Well, it's controlled. 
So the bridle's pretty small, right? But it controls the horse. Mm -hmm. The rudder on the ship. Our tongues control us. But here's the bright. Uh, we're going to try to get to a, a silver lining in this. What are some good uses for our tongues? Spreading the gospel. Spreading the gospel. The, the great praising, worship, praise, uplifting, worship, encouragement, encouragement, edifying, edification, prayer, prayer. These are great things that we can use our tongues for. So, how do well, we control we should, it? Have you? So I've been trying to, when I have an interaction with somebody that I can, without it being weird or something, give them a slight compliment. Yeah. To see, to you give mean them in, a in a work environment? A work environment or no, it just in like the gas station. Okay, or sure. Or just, just something like, man, guy today, check me out. Nice mustache. He had a, you could tell he spent some time on it or just something like that. That Mustache aficionado? Oh yeah, <laughs> definitely. He definitely had some, some wax or something in there. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay. You can tell we spent time on it. Call me up for sure. I would probably <clears throat> recommend not saying like complimenting maybe women in a work environment. Like I like your hair. Oh, yeah, I don't know. It's a beautiful it's a touchy, dress. It's a touchy. Subject. Even I mean these days, you know. But but yeah. the point well, you you're don't making. Say, hope you're having a good day. You're trying to like, uplift yeah. people, Chris. Right? Yes, yeah, that's uplifting. the whole point. But if I you think, can slip it in somewhere and uh, you know say something nice to people. Oh yeah, we're talking. We're still talking about controlling it, right? Yeah, we're we're I mean, kind of talking about I mean, strategies for control. I think, yeah, I mean, control. I think the best thing to do is think before you speak. That's a great. You I know? mean, it sounds pretty simple, well, what's Jeremy. This, what's why is saying? that so hard to implement? God gave us two ears and one mouth. I just talked about that. Yeah, I don't know where I heard it from, but I actually heard yeah, it this week. So we should listen twice as much. Okay, as we speak. Yeah. I will. And maybe with the advancement of years, uh, maybe a little wisdom has come from that. But I have found if I'm upset. I will not respond in written form, certainly not verbally, because I usually, if there's a topic, something's happened that I, I may have gotten upset or, or something may be heated, I'm always better off waiting, like sleeping on it, waiting a day, because what I think the next day is always different from the heat of the moment. Oh, yeah, always. There's a, there's a book that I read. It's, sorry for not the Bible, but Lincoln on Leadership. Lincoln was very upset that some of his generals had lost uh, a battle. A general had lost a battle and, and had done something he wasn't supposed to. So he wrote him a letter. He wrote out everything he did. Come to find out, he never sent the letter. He just wrote out everything that he wanted to say. He put it in a drawer and never mailed it out. And hmm. when, he, when he did that, and, and what I found when I read that, I started at work. If I had to say something to somebody over an email, I would take the people's names out of it and I would type up the email. I would come back to it 30 minutes later. Hmm. I would reread it try to remove any emotion that I had, come back to it again 30 minutes later after it had subsided, or when I found a little bit more peace, would do that, take out the emotion of it, and then just put what it would either address the, the situation or, or just, just you know just stick to the, the thing without my emotion in it. It's it's a hard thing. I like that, Chris. <clears throat> I think that's very wise. Because James, uh, <clears throat> James 1 and 19 says, My dear brothers and sisters, take note of this. Everyone should be quick to listen, slow to speak, mm. and slow to become angry. Yeah. Because anger, human good. anger, does not produce the righteousness that God desires. So what is it? That's self-control. Self-control. So if it's you unanimous. go to Galatians 5, 22, 23, and I'm not going to read it all. I'm going to read the last of it. But the last fruit of the Spirit listed in those verses is self-control. The Holy listed hmm. by the Holy, the Holy Spirit. You know, the last fruit of the Spirit listed is self-control. That's part of the gifts. So that's a that's a strategy. <clears throat> 
for controlling our tongue, self-control, and as uh, I think we've all talked about, yeah. taking time, decompressing, kind of waiting, kind of, you know, as Chris said, <clears throat> when peace comes back over you. It's very difficult to do. No, it's very hard. <clears throat> it's very it's hard, very and we don't want to do that. Still, yeah. Let's think about it. Sometimes when people upset us, do we not want to hurt them back? Yeah. Absolutely yeah. we do. I feel yeah. not. Usually... So we want to say something yeah. mean, and, yeah. and unfortunately... <clears throat> People that we're close to, we know what hurts them, right? Do we ever use that against them to say something that we know will hurt them? Oh. And don't you feel a thousand percent. sometimes badly afterwards? Oh, you feel terrible. You should. You feel terrible. And it's the ones that are closest to us that sometimes know, we right? say the worstest things, the worstest. Yeah. The worstest thing. The I know what you meant. <laughs> I, think, I, had to double, I had to double it up. I think worstest is <laughs> better than most worst. Worst is shy. Most worstest is. <laughs> Uh, a, a strategy, guys, just to kind of review well, there is uh, another thing, think before you speak. Uh, how about each morning you get up, dedicate your heart and tongue to the Lord each day. Okay. Focus on God and Jesus. Remember, Peter only started sinking in the water when he turned from Jesus. Mm-hmm. He focused on Christ. Okay. It's hard to do, but focus on Christ throughout the day during all those hard times. I seen a man one time, and he was just getting cussed. Up and down, and you don't know what to do in that situation. You're everybody's stunned, and this man held his grace <laughs> and just stood there and took it with a smile on his face. And when it was done, he said, "God bless you, I love you," mm. and which only, you know, you made know the what? person matter. But still, he did the right thing because that could have went a totally different way. But that man showed his heart was still focused on God right there. I've got a technique that I'm going to start incorporating <laughs> in road rage incidents when someone is cur- cursing me. I'm going to wave at them and say, God bless you. Mm-hmm. That's probably going to make them more mad anyway, but. That's not what you're doing. But are you doing? Yeah. No, 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 yeah, no, no. That's, yeah. that's right. Because that's <laughs> there's a lot of times that you'll see when people are in those Twitter battles or whatever that they'll play, like, I'll pray for you or God oh, bless you. Oh, yeah. And they're you, using that like, that, like, lip service. They're using that to push, push a button. They're not being serious. No, no. Go back well, I mean, to the G- Bible says to pray for your enemies. All right. Back to Jeremy's point. When, um, <laughs> when we're starting our day, um, dedicating our hearts and tongues to the Lord each day. Do you think if you started the day with a prayer and maybe reading some scripture, would that put you in a different mental focus for that day that might help prevent you from we saying have something? numerous times uh, given out the statistics for what your Bible, how much it helps you, how much it affects you in a positive way and helps you. That's a strategy, though, right? If you're struggling with your tongue, and I am, what if we start the day and like kind of get our minds in a godly direction? Start thinking about God and Jesus and go through our day with the mindset that, hey, we're, we're only on this earth for a short time and we have a very specific person uh, purpose as Christians. Maybe we'll look at things differently. Read that real quick. It goes along with what you're saying. Psalms 19 <laughs> and verse 14. Let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in your sight, O Lord, my rock and my redeemer. That's a yeah. I will I will say that probably the thing that affects me most in the past relationships. I'm not talking about like specifically like boyfriend girlfriend. I'm talking about like friends or other encounters that I've had has been the the anger and speaking out of turn. I had a friend tell me what I was now? speaking speaking uh, out of anger. I've, I've I had a friend tell me, he's like, you're really good at figuring out what makes people, what, what their, their points are. 
and I can push it. Jeremy speaks from experience. Hopefully, yeah, we know I'm a few about Jeremy. Right. I'm very good but at it. When I'm somebody would anger me, I would be quick to just go ahead and hit that nuke. Just to you end just blow them out. And well, like going back and reflecting on the relationships that I've had with friends, like <clears> friends and stuff at the time, I'm embarrassed by those things that I said. Like, Chris, or, if I could go back and review all the things that I've probably said in my life, there's so many things. I hope, gee, you know, and I, worry, I would not want to have repeated. I worry about the reflection it has on me if they meet, like, even if I'm friends with them on Facebook and stuff now, that they see, like, well, Chris wasn't Christian when he did that. He wasn't acting very Christianly, and I hope they can forgive me. And if I can recollect, or I've had instances where I've come back to those people or life circled me back around, that I've apologized. Yeah. And I don't think anybody's uh, off the hook on this topic. No. I think we're all uh, guilty of saying things that we shouldn't have said, using our tongues in a, a negative way. Oh, yeah. We've talked about some of the great things we can use our tongues for, um, building each other up, encouraging, complimenting, trying to make people feel good, spreading the word of God. We use our mouths and our minds to, mm -hmm. to pray to yeah. our Lord and Savior. Well, all these are instruments or, or ways it flows from your heart. So, and maybe that's a way of putting it too. What comes out of your mouth originated in your heart. Yes, it, it started it there. Um, <clears throat> it it absolutely does, and that's you know, and nobody's perfect. I think this is a, a one for self reflection on on most people. Like I said, the one we started talking about in the last two weeks. It's something I feel like almost that everybody struggles with. I we would all say know. everybody. Yeah, would. this I isn't would. one like I mean, from if either cussing or, or gossiping or. Yeah, they may. Yeah, maybe it's, it's just me. I'm just so angry. Maybe yeah. <laughs> well, I'm just so deep in it. We have a a special <laughs> segment tonight. Uh, I think Jeremy's gonna sing us angry words. <laughs> no, he's not. Is that right? <laughs> no, it's false advertising. <laughs> Acapella. That <Sorry>. is <laughs> false advertising. <laughs> I couldn't stop that. I'm sorry. It's fine. Anyway, yeah, but you know, like we can go with Proverbs 2019 here too, just to throw one more verse on there. One who goes about as a slanderer reveals secrets, therefore do not associate with a gossip. That goes back to my point. Like, if I know somebody's fixing to gossip and they want to talk to me and me be the listener, I have a, to stop that. That's right? a whole new level for yeah. me, so I'll sit there and listen. I don't even think to myself, be like, all right, stop it. Or, or but I think we need to think I'll about say, that. No, you should, because you should say, all right, where are we gossiping here? Yeah. How is this going to be reflected upon me? You know, am I, well, they am can't I, really spread the gospel unless they have somebody to tell it to, right? Gossiping takes two people, to correct? Sin. And, yeah. and you get through Proverbs and Psalms and find a lot of good stuff. You know, no, like Proverbs, Proverbs is full of it. eleven thirteen, a gossip betrays confidence, but a trust, trustworthy person keeps a secret. Do you think that the stuff that we read from Solomon back in Proverbs is any less applicable today than it was then? No. No. Why do no. you think that it's included, he spent some, yeah. there's so many yeah. verses talking about it? There's Not tongue. just the tongue, but about gossiping in general. I think the tongue has been a problem since the beginning of the time. It will be. <laughs> yeah. I think it's going to continue to be a problem, but we have discussed the dangers of it, why it's important that we need to control it. We don't think it's easy. It's going to be a very, very difficult thing to do, but our strategies, prayer, we can pray about it, right? Pray for, pray, pray for strength. I think that's the best one to, to try to incorporate. You're not going to be perfect on doing it, because I'm, I'm certainly not now. 
But when I get into a situation like this, I'll try to pray before I respond. Because you don't have to respond immediately. No, no, you don't. You really don't. It's okay to be But quiet. I think that's the point. It doesn't mean you've lost or anything. It's not about winning or I would losing. say 100% of the time. If you're upset about something, something's got in your skin, Stop. don't respond right no. then. Please I, don't. I honestly think that is a very good idea, what you came up with earlier about the Lincoln letter, is write it down. Write it, something it, down to yourself. I'm telling you, that helped me or, out. for that matter, stand in front of a mirror. And say it what you want to say to that person, and then give it, like I said, 15, 20 minutes. And I probably more than likely you wouldn't want to say that. To I that will person help anymore. because that my perception when I first got over and started making if something happened, I would just go at the person yeah. with anger and just be like, well, Why did this happen? I'd focus more on the person, but that I'm telling yeah. you that helped. But now it's that's good advice. That, but if you were that, that's actually a psychological strategy <clears throat> that when you transfer something to paper. In essence, you have sort of kind of gotten it's a release, that out of your system. It's a, a release bit. valve. You've kind of and you've taken it from the inside. And you you put it on something. Now, you don't have to hand that letter out, right? No, he never did. I mean, that's the but, greatest thing about it. They the whole thing let up. He he never sent it. He kept it. Yeah. Well, my thing is, I actually did it one time, and I'm gonna tell you, the electric department was not happy. It's <laughs> <laughs> like that when he's supposed to go to you. Okay, <laughs> Jeremy. Uh, By the way, could you turn my electricity back on now? (laughs) (laughs) I mean, I don't... I'm, I think I've said everything. I know I've got to focus on it. And it's it's put it a spot. i got to work on it, too. I mean, I do, too. And it's not going to... You know, to to begin working on it, we have to acknowledge it's a problem. And we got to focus on it. It's like going into battle, you know, girding our loins, if you will. Wake up tomorrow or the rest of this day and just be thinking in your mind, like, you know what? I'm going to be tempted at some point during this day to say something I shouldn't, and let's try to be ready for it. Yeah, and try to yeah. try to get better. Let's try to cut it day. off at the path, so to speak. Let's focus That's on a- Christ too. Like, what would yeah? This, let's listen. We're two or three gather. Christ is with us, right? So let's he's, pretend yeah, he's with us throughout the day. And would we want to say something or be abrasive towards somebody if he was there? And do you not really kind of <clears throat> kind of wrapping this one up? Using our tongues to, to do good does that make you feel good? It does. When you when you when you pick somebody up verbally, like when you say something to somebody and you've encouraged that person, sometimes Chris, you don't know just how the extent of how much good you did for them. Nope. Take a young guy who's been up there. Uh, it's his first prayer in front of the congregation or something. Yeah. And just you walking up and like, hey, young man, you did a great job tonight. Thank you. You don't know just how much that might mean to him. Well, or say somebody, when we're walking through the, going through our day, I don't know what's in your heart, Chris. I don't know what kind of day you're having. I don't know what things have happened in your life that may be affecting you. And what if I can maybe say something positive that'll make you feel better, you know? Yeah, I always do that. Even with people that not getting up and doing the prayer, you know, maybe they're having a bad day. Just somebody that goes to your church or even if she's at your grocery store, just give them a compliment and say, hey, I'm so glad you're here to see you today. You just inspire me. You know, it could be to the guy that does nothing but sit on the bench in the back row. You can say, hey, you hold that bench down Thanks like nobody. Yeah. Right. Well, maybe like what Chris said. Yeah. More like what Chris said, not what I said. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think we should just use our, our tongues and, and try to focus on doing good and, and trying to eliminate the, the evil things that come out of our mouth. And I think yeah. the more you focus on, it's not it's just sitting here focusing on all the bad that you do, like I was talking about doing, but what you just said, focus more on doing good, and I think you'll eventually 
that'll become a habit yeah. instead of just responding. And how do we make a habit? Practice. Repetition. Repetition. Focus on Christ. You will try. Does to practice do make perfect? They're both pointing at me. Like does practice make perfect? <laughs> yes, it no. does. No. God makes perfect. <laughs> Perfect practice perfect. makes perfect. There you That's go. one of our coaches. I didn't know where I was going. I'm sorry, man. They put a lot of pressure on me. They're both pointing at me. <laughs> Jeremy, you got some final thoughts? Just give your every day to Christ and live it for your best. And when bad things happen to you, try to just let them roll off your back and just focus on Amen. God and let it go. I agree. Well, good talk, guys. Uh, you want to wrap this one up with a word of prayer? <clears throat> yeah. Uh, I guess we need to... So oh, yeah. Where do we? Uh, where can we be found? Where can you hear this podcast? Uh, we can be found on Facebook, Cousins for Christ. <clears throat> we can be found on Spotify. We can be found on uh, Apple, Apple Pod. Yep. So anywhere, anywhere there's a podcast, most of the time you can find us. And we'll be up to seventy-eight followers. Seventy-eight followers on yeah. Facebook. We appreciate everyone. Yeah, everybody. By the way. It means yeah, a thank lot you. to us. This is. Even if it reaches one person, we're we're grateful, and then the it does a world for us too. Yeah, oh, it does. It does. I, I mean, I hear from people all the time, and I appreciate every one of you that comment on our Facebook page. I know you can't reach us on Spotify or Apple Podcasts like that, but you can give us a five star. We appreciate it so much because it helps get our podcast out to other people. When you recommend it, it actually will take that and want to they want to push it more. Yes, it's, you know, whole point. Uh, Praise God. That's what we're trying to do. Mm -hmm. Broaden the border of God's kingdom. Yeah, and we're not scholars here. We're all just learning as we go. It's a discussion. Yeah, it's a discussion. It's not meant to be a sermon. And will we be wrong sometimes on some things? Certainly. But But does it make people actually, you know, well, we're hoping to pick up your Bible. To think and, about these topics, yeah, maybe yeah. open their Bibles and study. Yeah, we hope so. That's the most important thing, we pick up so. your Bible. Yeah. I have, have, we I have such any, a great time doing that. Any exotic locations that were uh, some listeners? Just, Belgium still? Everywhere. We've got people Copenhagen, listening Germany, England. We actually wild. have more people, <laughs> more listens in Kansas and Iowa than we do in Dixon. But we, we appreciate everybody in Dixon, yeah, too. Yeah, we do. Yeah. We appreciate everybody that listens. For Thanks, sure. guys. Thank yeah. you all so much. God bless you. Yeah, we appreciate every one of you. And by the way, I want to apologize for all the clearing of the throats tonight. It was me. I ran out of clarity. <laughs> yeah, I think we're all guilty of that. I kind of think they're used to it by now. But, uh, Word of prayer? Yep. Yeah. Our most gracious and loving Heavenly Father, thank you for this opportunity this evening that we've been able to gather together to, to talk about your Word and to read the Bible and, and talk about these issues that affect us as Christians. Uh, Lord, we ask for your strength and your guidance to help us think about the problems that we may have with our tongue and to to make us aware of it and to focus on it, to eliminate those negative things that we use our tongues for and to to be more positive that uh, we can use our tongues to to praise you, to worship you, to spread your word, to broaden broaden your kingdom, to uh, encourage folks, to edify them, and, and, and just in general do good. We thank you so much, Lord, for all your blessings. We ask that you be with all those folks out there who are suffering, who have uh, been damaged physically, mentally, uh, materially through the storms, that you would bless them and and comfort them as only you know how to do. We thank you, Lord, for all that you do for us. We thank you so much for your son, Jesus Christ, and the ultimate gift that uh, his sacrifice and and the grace that we have through him, that we have the hope of eternal life. We thank you so much, Lord, and all these things we ask in your son's name. Amen. Amen. Amen.